0: All right, all right. You know what time it is. That's right. It's the Thanksgiving edition of the Fan in the Van podcast. Uh, Happy Thanksgiving to all those listening, to you and to your families. Hope you all enjoy it in this wonderful new norm of which we got to live in for the time being. Um, I can assure you, though, that things will get better at some point. God only knows when, but uh, can't let it drag us down, right? Alright, so let's jump into this. Before I get into the picks and everything, uh, I wake up this morning to a notification on my phone, right? As I always do. And this one revolves around the whole raven Steeler fiasco now with the game getting moved. Uh, Two things. First off, now the Ravens are going to handle it internally. Uh, Apparently, it was the uh, strength and conditioning uh, coach who violated all the protocols uh, I'm I'm sorry, NFL. If you allow them just to handle it, what's it gonna be? All oh, go home and sit there for a week punishment? Nah, it's gotta be way more than that. You're gonna have to find the way you did the the way you did the Raiders. I'm sorry, you gotta set a tone here. These are protocols that Goodell, the NFL committee, the Player Safety Committee, and the Players Union, and all the players agreed to. Coaches and all, they all agreed to this across the board. Every NFL team agreed to these protocols. So if one person breaks the protocol, I'm sorry, you all got to be punished. The whole team. The whole team's got to be punished. The organization's got to be punished. So yeah, you you find the Raiders, 500,000 took away a draft pick, and you find Gruden, because uh, Gruden was a multiple offender of not wearing a mask on the sideline. Okay. So the punishment here has got to be 500,000. Harbaugh's kind of kept up with the mandate of wearing the mask, so you really don't have to find them there. Um, but... You got to take, somebody said you should take multiple draft picks away from the Ravens. Listen, I think one's enough. Um, You don't want to hurt a team too bad in the draft, uh, regardless whether you like them or not. Uh, So I don't do that, but you got to find them at least a 500K. You got to take the draft pick away. And I know it's going to be a crappy six-round draft pick, you know, and that's how, you know, you look at a a six-round draft pick as nothing, but you could, again, you could find a diamond in the rough with that six-round pick wherever it is. Um, so, I'm sorry, that's the that's what the punishment's gotta be, and we're just gonna have to wait now and see what happens. Then, you wake up this morning and you find out that there were more positive tests. So, now what happens? So, now what happens? So, now you got more guys, they're not gonna be cleared by Sunday to play, so what happens now? Now this week 18 nonsense is gonna start, and now you're gonna take away the number one seeding by week for, for teams that are in the playoffs with the number one seed. So, because of someone else's mishaps the Steelers get punished for it yet again um, if this was any other team I would feel the same exact way don't say I wouldn't because I would because I would just be the, I would be aggravated at the fact that all these other teams are adhering to the protocols and these teams the Titans the Raiders now the Ravens they're not they're not doing it Um, you could try to make the case for Vance McDonald being allowed to travel with the team, even though he had flu-like symptoms that week. Um, listen, they said he tested negative. So if he tested negative, as stupid as it was, it was their call. They made the decision and it almost cost them having Ben not in for that Cowboy game or Vince Williams or Samuels or even having Vance McDonald back, um, but I'm sorry, the NFL's got to come down on the Ravens here. And you could say, oh, it's because you hate the Ravens. No, because I told, I, 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 said it in other podcasts and videos that they had to come down on the Raiders. And they had to come down on the Titans. If your team is going to violate the protocol, I'm sorry. You you have to be punished. And Goodell's got to set the tone. But at times, I think he's afraid to do it. So let's see how he handles this. If he only finds him $300,000, then Goodell, I'm sorry, you're a bitch. Um you just really are. I'm sorry. Uh, because if this was the Steelers in this situation, the fines and punishments would have been handed out already. We already know it. Um, Last night as I was scrolling through Twitter because I couldn't sleep, uh, PFF put out some of their rankings. Chris Sims put out his quarterback rankings. And we're going to get to that in a little bit. We definitely are going to get to that. Um. I'm either going to go through all the picks today or I'll go through at least today's picks and then maybe jump back into them a little bit later, depending on how much time we have. Um, so let's just jump right into the picks here real quick. And we can go back to the the the, the Raven fiasco later. Uh, we could tackle that later or tomorrow or Sunday, You know, assuming that now is even going to be a Sunday game. Because if this game gets moved to Week 18, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. And I've seen, listen, and before I get to the picks, I've seen people clamor for a forfeit. You don't want to, listen, as much as everybody wanted to see it with the Titans having to forfeit that game, and not only that, the Titans had situations where games had to get moved twice. Let's not remember, let's not forget that. Because they had to play the Bills on like a Tuesday night. um, And then they had to play the Steelers in week eight. So let's not forget it's happened to the Titans twice. If you if you have to move this Raven game to week 18, why should we be punished for it? But again, I don't want to I don't really want to see the the more you think about it, I don't want to see a forfeit either because then everybody loses a game day check cuz you're not going to pay the game play. So how are you going to pay them? Um so again, we'll have to wait and see what the fines are, what the punishment's going to be, because there has to be one. And if there is none, you better believe everybody winning the NFL. If I'm sorry, if you're a Titans fan, you got to be pissed. If you're a Raiders fan, you got to be pissed. If you're the Titans organization, you got to be pissed. If you're the Raiders, you got to be pissed. If the Ravens don't get a punishment, you have to be, because... Granted, to the Titans only three hundred thousand dollars is is Trump change to him and to you know and to Mark Davis over there in, in Vegas, you know, the five hundred thousand was nothing to him. He probably made that back in twenty minutes at the crab's table at the friggin' Bellagio, okay? Um if there's no punishment here and no fine, and actually if you think about it, if I'm Goodell, I'm raising the fine. So you find the Raiders seven hundred five hundred five hundred grand, right? I make the Ravens one 750. Every time a team violates it, the longer we go into the season and the implications it may or may not have, the more severe the punishment should be. Whether you're a first-time offender, a second-time offender, so on and so forth. I'm sorry, that's just the way it should be. It sets the tone so that these, that these teams and these coaches and these players can sit there and go, you know what? We shouldn't do this because this is what's going to happen. So that's what I think it needs to be seven hundred fifty thousand dollars and a loss of one draft pick. I'm not going plural here, you know. If 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 you think it's plural, that's fine. I think one is more than suffice. That's just what it is. Uh so we'll get into the Texans Lions real quick. I was watching ESPN earlier and they had this married couple on. And I really can't stand the guy's wife, to be honest, saying, well, now there's more positive tasks with the Ravens, so the fans can't get whiny, and the Steelers organization can't get whiny. First of all, shut up, get your ass in the kitchen, and start frying that turkey. Um, because we have a right to be pissed. Because, again, if you go back to that Thursday night game, I think last night I said it was a Sunday night game, Green Bay and, and San Fran, but it was a Thursday night game, um... The Packers were down to two running backs left and the 49ers team was decimated at every position and that game still had to get played. So if that game had to be played, this game could have been played. Okay. And as much as I couldn't stand Max Kellerman hating on the Steelers, he came around the other day. And if you've seen the video, you got to check it out because he literally rips it the same way I do. So I give Max Kellerman credit there. Um, But now going into the picks here. Uh, so you got Texans and the Lions. And the Lions are getting three, right? And I see some people saying that they'll pick the Lions with the three. You know, because Houston's run defense sucks and their secondary sucks. But they could get pressure to Matt Stafford. They'll create the pressure. With J.J. J. Watt on that defensive line, he's going to get to Stafford a few times this game. And they're without Galladay on offense for the Lions. They're without Dole I think it's a hip for, for Galladay and it's the knee for... um. For Amendola, right? If you saw the way Houston played against New England and Deshaun Watson balled out, how do you not take in Deshaun Watson and the points? I, I I gotta do it there. I gotta take Deshaun Watson, I gotta take the points. So I'm going with I'm going with the Texans and the points. And then you got the same spread with Washington Dallas, right? <clears throat> so with this one, it, listen. Put the minus one fifty whatever on Dalton throwing an interception because he's throwing interception every game he started since he took over for Dak Prescott, right? So he's gonna put one here. Washington's gonna get to Dalton. They're gonna create the pressure. They got a young defensive nucleus there, a decent secondary. Um, Call me crazy. I woke up dangerous. Sorry, Baker. I woke up dangerous. Not you. Um, I'm taking Washington. They're getting three. How do you 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 got to take Washington there? You got to do it. you know, a lot of people aren't sold on Alex Smith being the Alex Smith of old yet. Listen, as far as I'm concerned, Alex Smith is a better option for you in this game than Kyle Allen or Dwayne Haskins. If if one of those two is starting, I tell you, take Dallas, take the take the over, take this, take that. No, take Washington, take the points. And that, and and not only that, from a Giants fan standpoint, if you're a Giants fan listening and you're a Giants fan that's going to watch a game today, I'll make this simple for you. You want the Washington football team to beat the former America's team. That's what you want. That's what you want. That's your early Christmas gift, and helps your team that much better in getting the NFC East title. That's what. That's what you need to do. Um, I'm going to step away from the picks for a minute because I got to get into it. I got to get into the the, P, the PFF ranking. Uh they only showed the a top five, and again and 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 did, uh, whoever did this ranking seriously, let me know who your plug is because i i I need some of that good shit um again, he puts Kansas City at one, so obviously this guy loves giving uh loves giving rim jobs to Mahomes and the rest of the chiefs. then you put the saints at two. The Saints? I'm not taking anything away from the Saints or the way Taysom Hill played this past Sunday. But I'm sorry. The Saints are in the top 10, but they are not number two. Sorry, PFF. You really choked on a big one on that one. Then you put Pittsburgh three. The undefeated team is three. You blew out Jacksonville. Okay. Then you have Baltimore at four. They just lost again. How's Baltimore Four. And then the Rams are at five. So the other rankings I gave you the other day, the Stephen A. Smith one, the pro football talk ones, those are the more accurate ones. Those are the more accurate ones. The PFF fuck is just a moron, and I just absolutely can't. And then we got to go into, oh, Chris Sims, the I think I I can rank a quarterback better than anybody. (laughs) Okay. Because Ben doesn't even, Ben don't even make the list again. Because earlier in the week he said, and I said it the other day, you know, he respects Ben. But he doesn't think Ben's a top ten quarterback. Well, then you don't respect Ben, then. Okay, so you're an you're you're an idiot oxymoron. That's what you are. Because in one in one breath you're saying you respect him, but you don't respect him enough to put him in your quarterback ranking. Okay, all right, Chris Sims. Uh, uh, again, you're an ass. Um, so obviously he has Mahomes one, another guy who's frigging, who, 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 who's in love with Mahomes. Just come out of the closet and just admit that you love Mahomes and you want to have a bromance with him. Okay, you, you, you already do. You probably have a Mahomes fathead on your ceiling in your bedroom. Uh, yeah, Rodgers too. Listen, putting Rodgers at two is fine with me. Wilson at three, Murray at four. And then you got Josh Allen at five, Watson at six, Lamar Jackson at seven. Justin Herbert at eight. I think Herbert should be a little higher. And then you got Burrow. Burrow got hurt. Why is Burrow on the list? And then you got Tannehill at 10. So Ryan Tannehill is a top 10 quarterback right now. But Ben Roethlisberger isn't. So you see the issue that Steelers fans have with this ranking. Or knowledgeable fans in general have with these rankings. And now you don't even have and And I get Brady lost. But how do you even not have Brady in this list? And again, I don't defend Brady. I, I You know, but I don't take Brady's talents away from him at all, and what he's doing, and but again, Chris Sims just doesn't get it right here. Just like P, the PFF rankings don't get it right, and again, this goes to show you that that, they're not, that nobody's going to give the Steelers that just do. Some are going, some are turning the corner now, and some are just going to be stern on no fuck them. That's it, okay? And you know what? Whatever, keep doing it because every week you do it, every week I'm going to do a podcast and rip you to shreds and then I'm going to post it on Twitter and then I'm going to at you and then you're going to watch it or you're going to listen and then I want to see your response because I'm dying to hear your response. What BS stat can you possibly give a Steeler fan that states the Steelers are not the number one ranked team in any ranking right now? In anyone's ranking, how are you not putting the Steelers one or two? How? When it should be won, because based on the fact alone that they're undefeated. Oh, but you don't want to give them credit for that. Okay? And then I got to hear all over Twitter last night, oh, Steelers fans are whining because the Ravens got COVID. Yeah, because your strength and conditioning coach mishandled the whole situation and, and just acted carelessly. Okay? And because of that, the Steelers organization has to be punished for it who wanted to play for their fans on Thanksgiving. Oh, God forbid they wanted to do something for the fans, Right? And I got to hear you Ravens fans Why? oh, you know what? We should get a bye week um, because uh, Mark Ingram got the COVID. Um, can we get a bye week, Mr. Goodell? No, you're not getting a friggin' bye week. Come on. Just stop it. But you know what, though? You know what, though? Ravens fans and Bengals fans and Browns fans and, and all Steeler haters, oh, if this is the Steelers, if one Steeler fan came out and said, oh, you know, we should have a bye week, blasphemy. Blasphemy, blasphemy. It would be ripped, up, ripped to shreds everywhere, blasted all over the place. It would be known as whiny little bitches and everything else, right? Okay. Bottom line is this. Again, and I'm using the Packer 49er game here. I'm using it as the example because it's the best example to use. The 49ers were depleted. How are you not playing this game today? At the end of the day, listen, it's not my problem or the Steelers organization problem that your strength and conditioning coach acted reckless and didn't follow the protocols adhered by the NFL and the NFL Players Union. Sorry, that's not their problem. They're adhering to it. The Cowboys are adhering to it. The Bengals are adhering to it. The Browns are even adhering to it. The Saints and so on and down the line. But you didn't. Neither did the Titans early in the year. Neither did the Raiders. Now, they faced their punishments and their fines and paid them. But if the NFL doesn't come out tomorrow and say, hey, this is what, you know, they, they, listen, this is what your punishment is, and if it's a low ball punishment, well, I'm sorry, Roger Goodell, but you're just, you, you're unfit to be commissioner of this league because you can't pick and choose how you're going to set the tone. So. You did it with the Titans. It was 300000 because they were first offenders. You hit the, Ra- the Raiders harder because they'd already fine Gruden. So that's where part of that 500000 comes in in the loss of the draft pick and the severity of it. The fact that they were in public and could have con- contracted it by 100 unknown people at, at a charity event. Okay? And now the Ravens' strength and conditioning coach, you could say you're handling it internally all you want. What are you going to find him? The guy probably makes like $3 an hour. Okay? What are you finding him? Is What are you going to suspend him? And then the NFL is going to turn around and say, Oh, okay. You know, you handled a good job. Right? Come on. No. It's $750,000 loss of a draft pick. You don't have to find Gruden, uh, John Harbaugh um, because, other than that one game where he blatantly rips his mask down in front of an official, that's the only time I've seen him do it. Um, so, it's not like I'm sitting there watching Ravens games religiously. Um, but again, it's 750000 It's the loss of a draft pick, not multiple draft picks. Now, I could see it being multiple if you violated this again. So, like, we'll use the Raiders as an example. Let's say now the Raiders violated this again, and it comes out that they went to another event not wearing masks. And... Like ten Raiders wound up being on the COVID list. You better believe that that fine now, Gruden gets fined three hundred thousand. The team gets fined a million, and now they lose a and then they're gonna lose two draft picks. So you're gonna lose a total of three because now you're gonna take two away for this punishment, right? Let's just say like if this was the Raiders again. That's what the punishment's got to be. Goodell's got to grow a set of balls, and he's got to. He, you 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 want to be the jur- you want to be the friggin' judge, jury, and executioner. You want to hand out the punishments. Well, then be a man about it and do it, and be stern when doing so. Bottom line, because again, if this was if this was if this was happening to the Steelers right now. You'd all be clamoring for five million dollar fines. And Tom to be suspended. And Ben ha and Ben has to be suspended the rest of the year. And Juju can't do no more YouTube videos. Or whatever you friggin' morons would clamor for. Okay? Come on. It it's just it's it, it's just insane. Um <laughs> But again, Anytime Goodell wants to come out that punishment, I get it's Thanksgiving. Uh, he's probably undecisive of which way he wants to cut the turkey. So, <clears throat> whatever on that one. Um, you know, and it's some key, like I said, I was going to do like key points, like three key keys to like, to you know, for these picks. So like for the Texans, listen, bottom line is this. Can't give up the ball is one. You got to put pressure on Stafford all day. And you're going to utilize the, the, you have to utilize the run game. Uh, Detroit's only way to win, really, is, again, it's got to be mistake-free football. Your defense has got to put pressure on Watson. Can't give up the big Watson run. Can't give up the big pass down the field. And you're going to have to get creative with the playbook. Um, you know, Dallas is going to, Dallas, Andy Dalton, again, it's got listen. Any key to a victory, the first thing is mistake-free football. OK, so Dalton can't throw a pick here, but we already know he's going to do it. Um, Zeke Elliott's going to have to run his ass off today. And Dalton's got to utilize all his weapons. You got to utilize Cooper, CD Lamb. Um, you, you know, you got to utilize every. And again, get creative with the playbook. And your defense has got to put pressure on Alex Smith. You got to stop the run. You got to you got to shadow McLaurin anywhere you can. Washington, they got to put pressure on Dalton all game. Their run game's got to be be top notch. And Alex Smith, again, you gotta throw a mistake for a game here. Um you know those are pretty much just the keys to, to, to winning this game. And and again, I don't know why we gotta see the Lions every Thanksgiving. It's not like they play it's not like they play meaningful football at this point. You know, it would be one thing if they were in a playoff hunt or, you know, leading in the uh, NFC, but they're not. Oops, excuse me. But they're not. So NFL, if we can get better games next year, oh, wait, we would have had a great game tonight, but Roger Goodell decided to postpone this game. That's right. The friggin' head asshole of the NFL, he's the one who decided to do this. Just so you all know, if you're a Steeler fan listening you already know, and I've already seen people get, get go to Twitter jail for cursing out Cadell on Twitter. Listen, he doesn't have a Twitter; he ain't gonna read which he ain't gonna read anything to which you write. And you know what? It's not gonna affect him because he's so brain dead up in the up in the dome anyway. Um, I even I even found his email one time, and I emailed him about horrible officiating and how they're all blind as dog shit and whatever else. I never got a response. Trust me, it's not worth it. Um, you know. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, it's just there's really not much more you could say on on, on that one other than there better be a game Sunday because if there's not and the Ravens implicate the change of the playoff scenario now because now not only because here's what happens. It goes from a 14 game, a 14 team playoff format to a 16 team playoff format. So if your team is one that was in the hunt, now they may squeak in because of a technicality. Which to me is bullshit. I'm sorry. You shouldn't be rewarded for somebody's for somebody's mishap. You shouldn't be. I'm sorry. Um, and 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 let's just say you know, and we're gonna you know we're gonna take a walk down hypothetical boulevard here. And let's say the Steelers are one of those teams that was in the hunt, and they got in on a technicality. I'm sorry, as a Steelers fan, I'm saying they don't deserve to be there because they didn't win the games they should have won. But you know what we're doing? Oh, that's right. We're winning the games. We're supposed to be winning. That's right. Oh, I forgot about that. Jesus, where where did my mind go? Um, but yeah, even looking at some of these other other games, um, Uh like Tennessee Indy is one that's interesting because it's a battle for the AFC South for one, and two, you could really go either way on this, but I'm not sleeping on the Colts. I'm I, I can't, especially Rivers out dueling Rogers last week. Uh, Listen, the Colts got one of the best defenses out there right now. Um, You know, they're right up there with Pittsburgh, so I'm not going to take anything away from them. But everybody wants to anoint the Titans, the AFC South champs. You know, if you're a fan of the Titans, listen, don't sleep on Indy because Phillip Rivers can outgun Ryan Tannehill on Phillip Rivers' worst day. Um, And that's another thing, too. Even when you look at this PFF ranking, how is Phillip Rivers not even on this list? I don't know, no, not on the, PM, on the Chris Sims list, ah, Chris Sims, really freaking, fuck, get your head out of your dog's ass, um, so anyway, so the Tennessee Indy game is a three point spread with Indie. Indie's getting three, right, you could have went either way on that one, um, but I gotta go to the Colts, I gotta, I gotta, I, I gotta take the Colts there, um, Carolina, Minnesota, three and a half, all right, um, I don't know if Bridgewater plays this week. Honestly, I don't. I don't think you should play him, especially with a sprained MCL. Could turn into a torn MCL, ACL, PCL if you let him play. All it's going to take is one hit, and it's the same knee that he already had issues with. So I take Minnesota. I take the three and a half. Um, and then you got the Chargers and the Bills. Listen. Bills is another team not to be slept on here. They're just not. They're not to be slept on. Um, they've vastly improved over the past few years. Uh getting digs was something that really helped Josh Allen a lot. Um you gotta take the Bills at five and a half. You gotta do you gotta do it. Um then you got the 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 uh the Brownstains over there in Cleveland versus the uh Jackson We Can't Win a Game Jaguars, and Cleveland's given six and a half. Which I'm surprised at that. You figure it would be the same as the Steeler game. It would be ten, if not more. Um, I'm sorry. I <laughs> you got to take Cleveland. You got. I hate to say it. You you got to take Cleveland the points here. I can't not see Jacksonville giving Cleveland the fits if they couldn't even do it with Pittsburgh. I'm I'm sorry. I can't. I can't do it. I can't see it. I I can't. I'm sorry. <sighs> I'm gonna have to vomit after this I can't believe I'm even saying it. you gotta take Baker Mayfield here you gotta do it um see all right let's get off that one then you got the the Giants and the Bengals all right and this is the first time I think all year you've seen the Giants favored other than probably like week one um with six I don't think it covers I don't think it covers here um because Cincinnati's gonna give the Giants a fight. They're gonna do it, and they're gonna keep up with them, um, unless the Giants' defense and offense comes out there guns blazing. And other than that, they're really not gonna. I don't think it covers, but if it does, hey. But you know what, though, let's get risky, all right? Let's just get risky. It's Thanksgiving Thursday, you know, it's a cheat day for those who go to the gym and work out, like myself. Um, so let's feel a little, you know, let's get dangerous. Let's live a little. Uh, let's live a little bit on the wild side here. Let's take the Giants in the points. Let's do it, all right? Then you got the Dolphins and the Jets. (laughs) With the Jets getting seven points. (laughs) Man, oh man. And Darnold may start in this game. For the life of me again, why? 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 Why start him at this point? There's nothing to play for. You're just risking further injury. Sit on the bench. Um... You're still young in your career. It's gonna all, It might take one hit and, you, and you're done. Who knows? But I got to take Fitzpatrick and the and the Dolphins. I don't think it covers. I think the Jets keep it within... I think the Jets keep it close for a while. But Miami, I think, pulls it out with a field goal. Uh, then you got the Raiders and the Falcons. <laughs> you could go either way here. Because since they fired Quinn in, in Atlanta, right? Raheem Morris has been... Yeah, he's got that team motivated and playing... Uh, and listen, Vegas blew that game against the Chiefs. I gotta go to Atlanta and the points. I gotta do it. I gotta take it here because Derek Carr and the Raiders, they're so on off. They, they, they you know, you know, it's they just are. You you gotta you gotta take Atlanta and the points there. Um Arizona, New England. New England getting two and a half. This could this could go depending on what Arizona team you get here, and depending on what Patriot game you get here. See, this I probably would have left at a pick'em game, um, because it's so hard to decide who. But I gotta take I gotta take my man Murray in Arizona. I gotta do it. I gotta do. I gotta take and the two and a half. They'll cover that. You would you would hope so at least because we all learned what happened last time. What happened at two and a half against Buffalo? We all saw that. So. Or is it three and a half? Or is it three? Whatever it was, Um this one Arizona will cover it. Um The ball, the, the Raven Steeler game line keeps moving. The last I checked, it was the Ravens are getting four points. It could change. It could go, it could go higher. Could get lower. But again, you already know who I'm taking, and you already know I'm, ta- I'm saying to take the points. Um. I mean, if it goes up to a ridiculous spread, and let's say now these other guys who tested positive can't play, and this game goes on as scheduled, and the Ravens go into this game depleted, and it goes up to like a 15-point spread, let's say. Let's just get crazy and say it's 15. I don't think the Steelers cover it, but they get close to it. But I would still take the Steelers regardless. Um, you know, then you got the Rams versus the 49ers. Listen, Rams in the seven. Just that's that, that's all you gotta. That's all you gotta know about that. And you got New Orleans and Denver, right? New Orleans is giving up six. Um, and they're playing in Denver, so it's you know different altitude and everything like that. And a lot of teams have issues playing there because of that. But I still take New Orleans. And I still gotta take the six. Even though Denver's defense showed you something against Miami, but then again, it's Miami. Um, Taysom Hill is going to be harder to contend with because he's so mobile and agile in the quarterback position, or playing wide receiver, or tight end, or whatever position he's going to play. Um, this game, I can't wait to see. Whole, future, and I'm sorry, he is, a, he is a future Hall of Famer. I'm not going to take this away from Tom Brady. You got the you got the future Hall of Famer and Tom Brady versus the man in his prime. Patrick Mahomes. And it's a three and a half point spread. What Tampa has that Kansas City doesn't have in this game is not only does Tampa have a good offense, they have a good defense to complement it. They do. Um, But the one thing that Kansas City has that Tampa doesn't is Patrick Mahomes. And you know this game's going to come down to a, to a two-minute drill. And depending on whoever has the ball with two minutes left in the fourth quarter is the team that pulls the game out. So if it's Brady, you got to go Tampa. If it's, if it's Patrick Mahomes, you got to take Mahomes. This one, I'm iffy on, and I really can't give you a decision on it yet. I, I got I, I to gotta take a few more days to mull it over. And then you got this shitty Sunday night game, which should be flexed to 1 o'clock, uh, is the Packers and the Bears. Eight and a half. Normally I would tell you to take Green Bay, take the points, but they couldn't they couldn't cover the spread against Jacksonville, which was utterly atrocious. I take Green Bay, but they're not gonna cover. Uh Chicago's gonna give you some unless unless Falls is not playing. So we have to wait and see on that one. So you know, what, let's not say that Green Bay doesn't cover it yet. Um let's wait till Saturday and let's see what the injury report is then. Um because that's the other factor in a lot of these games—the injury reports, who's going to play, who's not going to play. If Foles doesn't play here, then I got to give—I got to get—I got to give Green Bay, you know, that that they'll cover. Then you got Seattle and Philly. Listen, if you're an Eagles fan and you're listening, start Jalen Hurts, bench Wentz. He's another guy like Kirk Cousins that fleeced the team out of millions upon millions upon millions of dollars and has not lived up to any expectation of that deal so far. Um, if I'm Philly at the end of the year, I find a way to cut ties with Carson Wentz. I I, I do it. Um, and you're going to have to start rebuilding there. I would clean house and 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 rebuild because... Carson Wentz is supposed to be your future quarterback for all these years. You signed him to that extension in hoping he would be that guy that brings Philly another Super Bowl. And he's yet to live up to the expectation. So I'm sorry, the punishment in, the punishment is goodbye. He's got his guaranteed money, so just cut the ties that bind and get rid of him already. And I got to take Seattle at the five. Seattle's, getting, Seattle's giving five, so I'm taking Seattle to, to cover here. I'm sorry, there is nobody on that on that Eagles secondary, I'm sorry, Darius Slay is, is, is one of the top corners in the league, but he is not stopping D.K. Metcalf. D.K. Metcalf is the number one wide receiver right now and passes over like 30 yards down the field. Um, he's just unstoppable. He's, he, look, look at him. Look at him. The guy is a friggin' physical specimen. He's got like negative 40% body fat. The, the guy is built like a brick house. How are you stopping that? Nobody on that team's going to be able to cover him. Metcalf's going to have a field day on Monday. He's going to have a friggin field day, and if you don't think he is, you're absolutely wrong because he's going to. And But again, the Eagles defense, you know, and I get, they got Dunlap and it gave him a little bit better of a, of a, of a rush defense now. But the secondary still suspect at best. But you know what, though? Wentz couldn't even see two guys open when he threw that interception to Taki Taki over there in Cleveland. Who, who mind you now, he's on the COVID list. So, you know, and going back into that, listen, all these, like I said in, in earlier podcasts and videos, eventually everyone's going to contract it, okay? Everyone's going to contract it. And it affects everyone differently. And so on and so forth, right? But these games still got to get played. They still got to get played. You could eliminate having fans in the stands again that's not going to solve the problem here, and again, it goes down to they should have mirrored baseball in the baseball scheduling and and people told me, well you know they take private planes, they stay in private hotels well, then there's something else going on, and it's not and how these and how these players are contracted it's like you've seen it in Baltimore. We now know it's the the, the strength and conditioning coach that acted carelessly. But now it questions, how about all these other players who have gotten it? You got to question now how they've gotten it. Were they acting carelessly? Uh, Well, we know the Titans were. We know the the Raiders were. Um, You know, again, you could take every safety precaution in the world with with COVID. You could wear the mask, wash your hands every hour for 20 seconds, use hand sanitizer, do this and do that, and you're still going to wind up getting it. You could be walking around it right now and not even know it. Literally, I went to Starbucks this morning and there's a line around CityMD and a block long of people waiting. And not one person socially distancing. That's the other issue. Is that there's no social distancing on the sidelines. Everyone's on top of each other. And the NFL is allowing that. So really, where's the player safety here? So then why are we moving games and, and, and clamoring for forfeits? Why are we moving games then if they're not even adhering to the protocol live on camera? They're supposed to be wearing masks on the sidelines when they're not on the field of play. But then again, where are the masks being worn other than by the coaching staff? And even the coaching staffs can't even adhere to the rules. Because even them, you see them half the time with the mask down, half on, half off. You know, mask on, mask off. Like they're a friggin' future song. Okay? It's... It's, something's really got to give, and I was talking to my boy Kevin earlier. We were messaging each other, and he he made up a good point. He brought up a good point. He said, "How's he goes, I'm surprised the season's not canceled yet." Listen, at this point, they've gone so far into the season now that they're not they're not going to cancel it now because the NFL is going to lose all the, even though all these teams got paid from their contract from their TV deals. From NBC, CBS, ABC, you know, whatever your, your team's affiliate station is that plays on, whether it's Fox or it's ABC or CBS, uh, and then they get paid by NBC to be on Sunday night, right? These owners aren't going to lose that money. The NFL's not going to lose that money. They're not going to lose the ad revenue by not having a game on. At the bottom, line, the bottom line is this, at the end of the day, the NFL worries about one thing, and that's the Almighty dollar. And the NFL generates the most money in any of the four major sports in America. It generates way more than hockey. It generates way more than basketball. And it generates way more than baseball does. It just does. Because football is that sport that everybody loves. Everybody loves it. Everybody just does. Um, and the NFL makes a lot. Of, look, the NFL... The NFL Right. NBC would have made millions, which means the NFL would have got a percentage of that. NBC would have made million; They put out millions upon millions upon millions upon millions of dollars to do holiday ads for the Steeler Raven game. Right. For all their little Black Friday deals, Cyber Monday, this, that and the fourth. OK. Now, because Goodell decided to postpone the game, NBC is asked out upon millions of dollars. Right. And, and who are we to worry about these millionaires and whatnot? But it's the fact that. On one hand, Goodell wants to make it look like they care about player safety, but it's a smoke and mirror show because at the end of the day, all they care about is the wallet, the almighty dollar. That's all they care about. Remember that. You you think these players care that, and, and I'm one included that knows this, you think they care that you go out and buy their jerseys? You think they care that you buy their signed mini helmets like I do? <laughs> they, 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 they don't care. Some players may and others don't. Um, but do you think the NFL as a whole cares as long as you're spending money on NFL merchandise and on the NFL product? That's all they care about and all they care about at the end of the day. And you could say, well, you know, they, and listen, they contribute the money they make into social injustice reforms and all that stuff. And I get that. And that's a great thing. And that's a great thing. I'll, I'll knock the NFL for that. But when it comes to this with the COVID situation, I'm sorry, you got the scheduling wrong. You got it wrong. How are you going to have a team that plays on the East travel all the way to the West Coast? And how are you going to have, and vice versa? Again, that's where the, and you could have done it. There's enough teams to do it. I literally could sit here and write a schedule of how it should have been. And you would have got some interesting matchups. You would have got Brady versus Ben this year. You would have had it this year. You would have. You would have had it. And then you could have did the playoff format the same way, it's sort of similar to what Major League Baseball did, except you're not going to have the best of three because, who, because football's not built for that. Um, but you would have had some interesting matchups. You would have had Ben versus Bridgewater. You would have had Daniel Jones versus uh, Sam Darno. You would have had, you know, you would have had Tampa versus New England. Think about the key matchups you would have had if you did the scheduling the way baseball did, where you kept it within their regions. Just think about that. You still would have had amazing football this year, and you probably have less COVID bullshit. Let's just be honest. And you could say, well, you know, Jim, in baseball, you know, the Marlins had the outbreak. But yeah, because in Florida, everybody's just walking around all lackadaisical, smoking blunts at Miami Beach, drinking Mai Tais and, and, and frigging uh, Corona margaritas, and not giving a fuck. But that's Florida. Okay? You know, they, they, they want to be loose, and that's their governor's decision. You know, you, you know they almost want to be as loose as a teen mom from from the show Teen Mom and act all careless and reckless. And and, and here's the consequence, right? The Marlins had to... and but listen, baseball had to had to deal with the same issues that the NFL's having. Okay, they had to deal with it, and MLB figured it out and they got it right. And then the playoffs went into neutral sites, and that's what the NFL needs to do. The NFL should have did that from the very beginning, and the NFL got it wrong from the get-go. Um, there was no way you were canceling the NFL season. There's no way they were doing that, because think about all the money lost then, and it would have been a total uproar. Um, you know, and even going to college basketball. Why? I, I Listen, I commend these kids for wanting to play in this pandemic. I get it college basketball something that could have been pushed back to like January if high school sports are doing it NCAA could have did it as well Uh, because now because now you're and a lot of the teams that already opted to push back so now you got these college teams you know like like Dartmouth or whoever you know like like those are the teams they're going to play because these kids want to get scouted and they want to get and they want to go into the NBA listen I'm all for it but at what risk if you push it back, you're still going to get these scouts to go and show up. These these, these pro scouts, you're still going to get them into the games at some point. But again, the NFL, Major League Baseball, NHL, NBA, especially when the NBA starts again, because I think it's starting like two days before Christmas, and you know why they're doing that because Christmas Day is the biggest rating, biggest rating score for NBA basketball. It just is. It's always been and it always will be. Um, but again, I'm reading that some. I'm reading that they're going to have fans in the stands at a lot of these games. I don't get... Listen, if they're not doing it in the NFL, how are you going to do it in, in Philadelphia is one thing. How are you going to do that when now they can't have fans for Steeler games or Eagles games? Um, they even w- were trying to put a mandate in where players had to wear masks on the field in Eagles and Steeler games. How do you want them to do that? You're gonna create more of a medical issue doing that now. Um, but again, I'm not saying I'm not sitting here telling you the NFL doesn't care about player safety. Uh, you know, totally they do to a degree, but they worry more about the pocket at the end of the day. They worry about how much money they could stuff in their pockets and hide under their mattress and and whatever else. That's what they worry about. If you don't think that, you don't know the true story behind sports then at the end of the day no matter what sport it is all it comes down to is the almighty dollar they don't care you you think these sports teams again you think they care that you're spending money on their merchandise they want you to they want you to I literally just went on fanatics.com before and I bought bought four friggin hoodies one for me one for my ex-wife one for a boyfriend for Christmas and one for my kid's grandmother for Christmas so far because that's just what I don't care about you know, because we're all going to spend money on our favorite teams. we're all going to do it. we're all you could say we're all fools for doing it, but we're going to do it, and we're going to pay the ridiculous amount of money that, that some of this stuff costs. But again, the NFL doesn't care. they don't care about your financial situation as long as you're spending the almighty dollar that's all they care about. and these players are just the puppets in it, and the NFL pulls them by their strings. And the players go along with it because they make their millions upon millions. And that's just the way it goes. Um, I was going to do more of the key point, the you know, three keys to each team. And I'll probably do that Saturday Um, to each game. I already gave you the spreads and the picks. Obviously, the Tampa-Kansas City one, I, I already told you, it really comes down to the two-minute drill. Uh, whoever has the ball in the fourth quarter with two minutes or so left is a team that's going to pull it out, depending on what the score is. Because you know that one's not going to be a blowout by any means. It's just not going to be. Um, you know. And we'll wait, we'll wait and see what the punishment is on the, from the NFL on the Ravens. Because it better be one. Because uh, otherwise you're going to have a lot of pissed off Steelers fans. And a lot of pissed off Titans fans and Raiders fans. And a lot of pissed off fans of the NFL in general. So if, if I'm Roger Goodell. While well, you're sitting there stuffing your face with cranberry sauce and, and mac and cheese and whatever else. I'm just going to tell you right now. You better get this one right. Because if you don't, uh, get prepared for the anarchy that comes. That's just all I'm telling you right now. Uh, so till the next podcast, which you can check out on all major platforms. Uh, Spotify, Anchor, Apple. Um, whatever whatever uh, streaming site you use. Whatever podcast platform you use to listen to podcasts. Check it out on either one. Subscribe. Uh, more to come. Obviously. And... Uh, Everybody, enjoy your Thanksgiving. Even the haters out there, enjoy your Thanksgiving. Enjoy the wonderful Slater football we have today. Um, and as always, stay safe, mask up, and as always, peace.